of the Smart Talk Show. I'm your host, Matteo Gross, and if you have not yet done so, click the follow button so you never miss another podcast episode. Also, if you want more motivational stories in your feed, you can follow me right now on social media at Matteo Grosso Coach. You asked for him, and he's back with more knowledge. Welcome back to the show, Anil. How are you? I am doing very, very good, my friend. How are you? How are things? And thank you so much for having me. I'm glad to be on the show again and i'm glad to see the last episode did well as well oh yes the our listeners were um, very happy the the feedback from the previous episode was uh, extremely positive and i'm very happy as we said as we said to all our listeners uh, you would be a frequent guest of this podcast because we always do things together we discuss business we discuss investments we discuss everything we used to live together so and yes. since we catch up, <laughs> it's also nice to share some reflections with the with the. It's always uh, good. It's public. always good. It's always good to share something. Uh, every time we speak, we always come up with something new. So, looking forward uh, again, this episode I believe is going to be the same as we always have conversation. We've not prepared anything, so let's go with the flow and see what we can bring out of this episode. Fantastic. Okay, so. Uh, yeah, it will be a surprise. People don't know what we are discussing today. <laughs> we will, uh, <laughs> they, will, they will find out. But let's start, I would say, let's start from the power of journaling because the challenge of uh, the month of uh, October was uh, indeed mm-hmm. journaling. And uh, we mm-hmm. discussed journaling a lot. And uh, can you tell us a little bit more about journaling, Anil? Why do you journal? What benefits Before do you find I... from journaling? <laughs> Before I start, I want to know how's your journaling going this month as your challenge? Are you finding it useful? I Yes, I, I'm loving it. Um, it is a, a commitment, right? Sitting uh-huh. down 100%. and for 5-10 minutes and you have to say, okay, now I have to write something down. 100%. And, you know, it's one of those things that when you do it, you don't see the immediate benefits. That's why I think many people don't do it because... Mm-hmm. As, you, as I do it, I'm like, yeah, I mean, okay, it's fine. I'm, I journaled. But then after a couple of days, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, wow, I have so much clarity because I journaled. And I think this Very is good. Cool. Point. Very good point. There are days when I just open my journal to journal and I'll be like, what do I write today? Like, <laughs> exactly. He is so blank because um, you know you have so much, but you don't know. Because you've already spoken that to your mind. So you don't know if you have to put that down. Is that an extra effort to put that down? Right? Because you, you've already processed that in your mind. Uh, so I love journaling. I'll tell you how I started. Because uh, uh, one of the best uh, trader in the business, Oliver Velaz, uh, his podcast I was listening. And he told me that um, the reason he became successful is he was watching when he was learning to trade, he was seeing some guy after every trade, he was writing down something and closing the book. So he was wondering what this guy is doing. He's doing something stupid or something funny. And then he asked him and he, he, that's when he realized he's writing down where he's putting a stop loss in his journal. Right. So, and Oliver Velas asked him, why don't you, since you already know mentally where your stop loss is, right. You know, you're going to put it here. Uh, uh, why don't you just put it in your mind? He's like, if you, if I put it in my mind, it it doesn't happen 
there's no 100% guarantee but if i put it on book i know i'm disciplined i have to stick to this rule so that since then oliver velas uh, started journaling and then he he was inspired by benjamin franklin and uh, i taught me uh, thought uh, got inspired by benjamin franklin for journaling as well because benjamin franklin was a big believer i think he was the one who encouraged people to journal uh, because he was putting down his ideas day to day and um, as we speak I, as i discussed with you before the podcast i have this book i'm reading on the autobiography of benjamin franklin only because i want to see how he was thinking while journaling how i could better my journaling so it's been 3 months uh, i have three journaling books as i was saying you three, know, like three journaling my, books yeah so uh, one is for uh, my emotions and what i'm thinking how my daily emotions are how it's getting better or going backward and the other is my life journal my small goals that i have my habits that i want to do how where i want to see myself and how my day went and how i could have done a bit different i put that in uh, in that but my most important one is the trading journal which i also have as uh, which is really important for me to follow a set of discipline in order to be a, a very good trader right uh, so i feel that journaling has helped me so much then even the books or the knowledge that i have in my mind wouldn't help me uh, uh, on my day to day activity because having it in your mind and learning something you will end up forgetting it over the over the over the course like who would remember what you learned in school right um, so when you journal it you're putting it, it there's two things one you know that you are responsible for these things you can always look back and see how you can improve and two is you're doing it two times so one you're doing it mind and also you're doing it in the book so technically you're putting twice the effort right so technically that twice twice the effort means that you are twice twice or you can say two times determined to do that whatever goal you have so i i see it in that perspective but I, if if nobody is journaling yet um i would recommend people to start journaling you don't do it three three books but uh, you know just have one journal even weekly once how your week went what you could do in the next week how you could you know uh, put down your small goals and your small baskets of what you want to do this week and next week how you want to improve your mental strength how you want to improve your emotions how how you just want to help others you can just journal anything because beauty of journal is as i told you it's a freedom to write whatever you want right yeah. no one's watching no one's saying you you can scribble so 100% uh, recommend journaling and it's a good uh, challenge that you brought out to people as well i think uh, people need to educate themselves about journaling it's really good to write it down thank you yeah i i'm seeing the benefits people are seeing the benefits not uh, i have to admit i don't think everyone is doing this challenge probably because it looks um difficult or it looks uh, time consuming right but the people who are doing it they see the benefits and that's the important thing that's the very important thing that me as as a, as a coach or as a professional i'm i i i'm happy when i see people who are benefiting from um from the challenge and one thing that we always tell people is uh, you have to realize if you have too much in your mind or if you have too little in your mind because mm-hmm. if you have too much in your mind journaling is the way to go because you download things from your brain into like a piece of paper or something right beautiful um, yeah if uh, if you're uninspired if you have too little in your mind that happens too for instance then read something in getting inspired mm. by other people watch a video or something 
So you don't have to, you're not obliged to journal every single day, but it helps because every day you, what you, as you said, what you learn, you just put it on a piece of paper and then all the dots kind of connect and you keep track of what you learned because otherwise you forget it. So. Absolutely. As you just said, it, it, it just something clicked my mind. So in order to reach from A to Z, there's three process. One in your mind, two, writing it down and three is action, right? Wow. So yes. if you just, <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> it, it, it just, it just hit my mind that if you just think everyone has ideas, it cannot be doing what everyone is doing, right? It's like you need to, next step is putting it down. Right, how you can go about this idea, yes. what you can do. And the third is action, right? So in order to get to, get to the third, you need to follow the first and second. So you're already ahead if you're doing the second part, right? From the first so part. True, so that's uh, very good. I mean, I, I don't know how it came to my head, but that's a good point. I need to write that down. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, that's true. But and I was also thinking, you see, what you just said, wish, goal, reality. That's what, mm. that's the crazy thing about it. A wish becomes a goal if you write it down. But then a goal becomes reality if you put in the action. Right? And man, I have so to write a process. this down too. <laughs> <laughs> there's a process. Exactly. You can't just jump from A to Z, right? You follow the process and you get there one step at a time. As simple as that. And as you said, reading and journaling are two sides of the same coin because they follow, they come under the same process. Exactly. Yes, yes, 100%. Oh, well, so I hope that uh, everyone, right, who is listening to the podcast, you, you will consider journaling at some point, maybe just five minutes per day. Um, just start with one journal, write down your emotions, your goals, and hopefully uh, it goes well. And uh, one thing that we noticed, Daniel, was that uh, many entrepreneurs journal. Right. And, uh, mm -hmm. and this brings me to a, another point that we had for, for today, which was talking a little bit about the life as entrepreneurs, because we are both running, let's say, our own businesses, right? both self-employed, mm -hmm. different businesses like coaching versus uh, day trading. But still, mm -hmm. uh, we have to manage ourselves, our emotions, discipline, etc. One thing I wanted to discuss is uh, many people see our life, let's say, as very glamorous right they think everything mm -hmm. is always great oh my god you can do whatever you want when you want you have freedom etc but what they don't see is uh, <laughs> the moments when we struggle maybe because we don't share it too much right but uh, what about I mean, that, those that, moments right <laughs> it's that's the that's the story right like um I think I, we discussed this about this entrepreneur said, if you come out of the corporate world and how you want to, why many corporates who come out of the corporate world become a failure in uh, starting their mm -hmm. own business is because they want to show themselves as a successful businessman yeah. before they even became a businessman, right? Uh, by setting up a fancy office, by buying new places. So what happens is they are those people, I mean, that's the majority of people right? 90% of the people who come out like that, show to the other 90% of the people that this is how my life is, right? This is how I'm doing successfully, uh, which is not true, which is absolutely not true. Uh, yes, they might have a good office. Yes, they might uh, even spend their money uh, on good marketing and other stuff. But mentally, I think no one will have so much mental breakdown than being an entrepreneur, 
right? There's so many days of being having a mental more than mental breakdown. It's it's the saddest part is you you doubt yourself, like yeah. which <laughs> which you don't so have that. Uh, you don't get that when you are when working in a corporate. Yeah right because you know you still have a job you wake up next day why do i doubt myself i'm still i have still have a job i'm going to get a salary end of the month but uh, the reason why you doubt yourself so much is there's so much pressure coming in from different side uh, one is from your friends and families and peers second is will you be successful or not uh, three what will happen if others um, uh, if you fail and others talk about you, right? So there's so many pressures. So people don't see the dark side of being entrepreneur. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm very sure that a lot of people are being educated about it, that it's not easy being an entrepreneur. And you'll only realize that the effort that goes into, the hard work that goes into, most importantly, the toughest of all is the discipline that goes into being an entrepreneur is very challenging or self-employed for that matter because uh, it's not a one-day work. It's not a training where you go through one week or two weeks and you become uh, an entrepreneur, right? You, it takes months. It takes years. It takes a uh, lot of effort uh, from your side, a lot of doubt, a lot of mental um, breakdowns, a lot of uh, doubts, self-doubts, a lot of uh, family doubting yourself. And, you know, you feel that pressure. There's so much going on. But the beauty of why entrepreneurs come out strong is because that is their only um, solution. In the yeah, end, right? exactly. They have to look strong. In order to be a successful business, you need to come out to look successful. If you need to get good clients, you need to come out to look you know, like a good successful business. Only then the clients will come be attracted to you, right? You cannot say, oh, come to me. I'm mentally bro broken down <laughs> uh, person. Give me your business. I'll help you, right? So... <laughs> It, there's Begging a lot people, of, I mean, you know <laughs> exactly please, please. <laughs> just buy something <laughs> you can't you can't uh be a real self and get into the real uh, real world everyone has to be a fake self getting into the real world being an entrepreneur or being a corporate you got to put up a mask uh in order to um do something right um but again, it depends on what area of business you are, what interest of business you fall under as well. If you're really self-employed and you don't need clients and you're in a one-man thing, you don't need, you don't give a damn what others think or what everything, you just doubt yourself. So it is a lot of, more than um, more than mental breakdowns, there's also like the social awakening that goes to your head when you become an entrepreneur. You, you try to neglect people, you try to push away people who are very negative, who are- Yeah, absolutely. Um, who are uh, who can be toxic to the environment uh, that you are in right now right who because you're already the reason you go through that is because you're already going through so much you don't want to add an extra pressure to your uh, to you exactly. and it's very hard for people to see that but, but what people assume is that people assume they have attitude they are this that they are you know they just want to now that they're entrepreneurs or self-employed but it's actually your there's nothing wrong with them you are trying to grow you are trying to be a better version and you don't want to just fall dragged down if you drag down you're not dragging yourself down you're dragging your future entrepreneurship also down right your future entrepreneur you is also going down so that is why uh, many people like you know have this misconcept that uh, entrepreneurs have this they're they're just this um you know and yeah kind of it's, it, very selective very lonely in the way they 
and, and I completely agree. And I completely agree what all the successful and rich people say. You are lonely at the top, right? It's uh, only because you are very selective when you're lonely at the top. You don't want to fall back. It's easy to find thousand friends if I drop my level down to their level. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's it's easy to find a pool of friends, but it's very hard to find those quality uh, growth mindset people. Once you keep growing, right? Who again? Once you reach a limit, they they you find someone who will pull you up more, and then it's a ladder you keep climbing. So that is why it's very limited to find those kind of people. And uh, and I and I feel it's completely okay to choose uh, growth over company uh, because you need to see that. Uh, in all, just, just because you need people or friends, you don't need to put yourself down or drag yourself down. You're wasting time here. So I think uh, entrepreneur is not an easy job. And if people think it is easy, I think they should try being it and then talk about it after. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, bro. 100%. And you see, I think one, one thing that people don't realize sometimes is that it is not that... Uh, an entrepreneur or someone who's running their own business, they want to be lonely, right? They mm. want to be by themselves. Mm. But sometimes you feel kind of obliged to be more lonely because if you keep the company that you had before in every situation, mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. would sometimes break your dreams or that would drag you down. Mm -hmm. So, Basically, someone who is trying so hard to work on himself or herself towards a dream, which is completely uncertain, right? A vision which is completely uncertain. Yeah. Actually, the only thing you want to have is people around you who are so positive and so positive. like growth-minded and, and they want to do it with you, right? That's the biggest dream and wish of, I think, every entrepreneur. The problem is that these people are very hard to find, <laughs> very hard. right? It's like, and there's a study that says like, you know, the entrepreneurs have the highest, one of the highest per, group of entrepreneurs have the highest percentage of depression during their phase as well, uh, because Ooh. they, they, they have to uh, go through a lot of self-doubts and self-doubt is the biggest crime anyone can have. Yeah. Right? Because you, you are, it's not, others doubting you but you are doubting yourself right that, that is the most painful thing which you could have as being an entrepreneur uh, because you started you sacrificed and then halfway through you're doubting yourself which is uh, which which is very very harsh and uh, i completely agree Absolutely. with you put it very well said about those topics thank you thank you so much yeah it's uh, something i've been thinking about a lot right because it has been like six months, right? That we are on this uh, on this journey. We are we're growing together. We're always in touch, and uh, and it's something that you think more and more about, right? And uh, and yeah. I see when we also discussed it in the episode of um, um, given family, chosen family, um, or givers, matchers, and takers, right? That was the episode. But the the yeah. given family is super super important. And uh, one thing I realized, especially at the beginning. If you have a given family, which is super negative, as you were saying before, right? It, mm. it just breaks your dreams because you already have, <laughs> there is one thing which is super interesting. I talk to my family, right? And they're usually very negative. 
They say, but you have to consider that you will fail, that you will not find any client, uh, um, that you have other like six months and then you will just go back to the corporate world, etc. right? Mm-hmm. Which is very negative. And they say, why are you so negative, right? And yeah. what they say is, we just want to be realistic. Yeah. <laughs> and that makes me angry because I'm like, do you have any idea of how much pressure I have right yeah. now from myself yeah. already? Yeah. I don't need any negative pressure, <laughs> any realistic idea or something, because I already think about these things in my head. And if I yeah. hang out with people and these people say, oh, yeah, definitely go bad. Yeah, we fade like this. I mean, that only confirms already negative thoughts. <laughs> and that brings me away from what we are trying to do, right? So, I mean, it makes a, it's, it's a perfect uh, caption, you can say, given family and chosen family. Uh, and firstly, before speaking on that, I'm sorry for uh, your given family. No, no, no worries. <laughs> just opening up a little bit here. Uh, what you've been going through, I know, I personally know because I've been seeing you uh, for a while. Um, and uh, to be honest, there's 95%, 90% of families like that, right? They're very protective of their kids. They just want them to be. The problem is they, they're very protective of the kid, not because they want them to be protective, right? The problem is they want them to be very protective because they're scared what the society is going to tell about them. Exactly. Right? <laughs> it's like, so, what do I tell our cousins? You know, yeah, that's the first thing that comes to the head. They don't say, what do I, my money spent on you? Uh, or what do I tell uh, your future, you or your kids in the future? That, that doesn't come. Like, what do I tell about uh, people ask me what you're doing? Why are you doing this? I spent so much money on your education. Uh, so the, the problem is they uh, evaluate life based on society based on the money they've spent on you and they want to see if it's worth the investment they're getting it uh, even if it's not a good investment down the road they just want you to just even break even they'll be happy or even if you're just in the verge of process of making that money they'll be more than happy uh, while you are just sitting and not doing anything and you could uh, make everything happen overnight right uh, so that's that's how they evaluate and uh, I, I really um, find these funny uh, because uh, I as I said uh, my mom especially is completely different um, uh, because she's uh, she's always uh, because the only thing is my mom's little exceptionally different here is because she's an entrepreneur herself right oh, so okay. she, yeah so she uh, she uh, more than an entrepreneur she was a very strong woman businessman when she ran so I know her open-mindedness wow. she has uh, the way she supported me um, even though if uh, she knew that you know it would be a rough road uh, she she knew that it would take time so she always gave me time she always made sure that I was following uh uh, what I wanted to follow and not what she wanted to follow because she wanted me to make mistakes. So, so every time um, I fell in the wrong path, I felt like I learned something. Even though she knew I was going the wrong path, she didn't say anything because she knew I would learn from it. So, and I think that has really benefited me. And again, I, as I said, chosen family and given family plays a really big role in the person you become in down the road and the person you mold yourself into. So, and but I want to know what's your take 
when it comes to the emotional level of given and chosen family what do you th- how do you connect emotionally uh, with the given and chosen family like what would you what's your perspective on uh, apart from their help and positive and negative side uh, how positive they are to you or negative to you okay. do you have different emotional connections with your given and chosen family or does that happen over time or how do you see that so when you mean emotional connection is uh, uh, for instance how much you care about them or uh... yeah like apart from career and things like that, how much you care about them uh, do you do you see, see given for family chosen family career wise of course you choose a chosen family but when it comes to emotion mm-hmm. uh, do you do you still choose a chosen family or you have an equal balance between the given and chosen family okay that's that's a very good question yeah because you see the um the given family uh, especially your let's say your blood relatives right mm-hmm. these are people who typically if you look at the parents or yeah family in general they gave a lot to you they invested mm-hmm. so much in, for you for you to grow for you to become a, an amazing human being right so and i think there is a quote which which i like so much and i remember if that who said it i think Tony Robbins maybe but basically the quote goes like this he says if you blame your family for mm-hmm. everything wrong they did to you for instance the mm-hmm. fact they are very unsupportive in business etc mm-hmm. remember to also bless them, them for every positive thing that they've given Thank to them. you beautiful. beautiful bro these change my perspective because i mean the fact that now i'm able to do all these things is also choose the people in my life is also because they educated me in the, in the correct way right of course and the fact that they're alive is, the, is because <laughs> exactly right yeah so and no, this that's a very why, beautiful right it's it's not that uh, uh, I, i like the question that you made because now i think i understand the question is like it's not that um, the chosen family is i love them right and the given family yeah. fuck them you know yeah it yeah. should be more like i understand everything my given family gave to me mm-hmm. um i know that i need to choose my family if i want mm-hmm. to accomplish certain things probably mm-hmm. right? because my family will only be able to support me up to a certain point probably like a childhood friends right they can all mm-hmm. give, go with you until a certain point then you need other people to inspire you to do more right if you want to make a million yeah. euros per year i mean i don't know how much my father makes but let's say he makes 50000 or something i mean mm. i cannot he cannot be my inspiration <laughs> because it's up to a certain point right. so i i like to see that's why the reason i asked you is do we draw a line you know <laughs> do we draw a line between um, uh emotional level and uh, um uh, i mean let's say personal and impersonal level right do we j- yeah. draw a line with given and chosen family because i wanted to see if um, if just because they're chosen means they're just supportive that doesn't mean we give up on the given and just because exactly. uh, given uh, uh it's vice versa whatever so i just wanted to get your perspective and as you said the tony robbins quote made gave an answer to the whole thing right it made perfect sense so yeah that's a good answer man <laughs> thank you thank you so much
And uh, bro, I'm mindful of time. So we wanted to do another episode for our listeners that we can publish sure. in a month from now. So what do you think? We can interrupt this now and then we can record the other one for next month. Absolutely. Uh, let's keep it short uh, for now. And then we keep, uh, just because this uh, episode week was about journaling. So we thought we'd cover more on that. And as always, we'd, I would love to take over the next month's episode and continue with you. That'd be great as well, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Next episode, more about finances, etc. <laughs> and the looking oh, at opportunities. Okay. Exciting. Um, thank you. Thank you, Anil. So see you at the, in the next episode. Uh, and uh, guys, that's what we have got for today's episode. If you like this episode, please share it with um, maybe young professionals, someone who could benefit. And if you could share it in some stories and tag me, Marta Grosso Coach and Anilia Davi, it would be amazing. The only way we grow and impact more people is if you guys share it. So we greatly, greatly appreciate all of you. We'll do it. You can like a masterpiece. See you next week. We appreciate you. And we hope you have an amazing day.